1: plushcare.com slash
2: This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. And you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnocky, and as always, I'm joined by two of my best pals in the whole wide world, Aww. Matt Stewart and Jess Bop Perkins. Hey, Jess
0: Bop Perkins.
1: Thank you for trying to make that happen. I I'm really trying.
2: Appreciate I'm it. trying I know. really hard. I love I'd, it. I love it. Has anyone started calling that in your real life? Um, outside just, of the pod, like in the last week. Yeah, not really. Not catching on. Not catching on. Your mum did not get the memo. No, but she's probably a bit your behind. Yeah. <laughs> your she's
0: mum's the first example.
2: Yeah, exactly. She's probably a bit behind on the pod, I reckon. So she might be a couple of episodes back. How often we, do you see your mum? Not often enough.
1: Hmm. If I offered to pay for it, would you legally change your name to
0: Bop Perkins? No.
1: What if I paid for
0: it?
2: Yeah, but you not know, like...
0: Jess doesn't get anything Then out I get of
2: nothing out of it.
0: Like oh, I see how it is. If you pay not a team player.
1: Okay. Matt, if I change your name page for you, would you change your name to Bob Perkins?
2: <laughs> yeah. Do you pay What's per that? like do you, if it's your surname per letter? Oh, okay. So, so Bop so if you Bop's wanted to change cheap. your
0: name to Jess Parkins, that would be a lot cheaper. <laughs> it's only five dollars per letter.
2: Yeah. yeah, sure. Okay. Well that's interesting. I didn't know that. Would you
1: like to be Jess Parkins?
2: Nah. Perkins about, is fine.
0: What about Mess?
2: Jerkins. jerkins. Oh, mess jerkins is mess good. Mess
0: jerkins is
1: pretty good.
2: And I think that suits you. Yeah, yeah. I'm a mess and a jerk.
0: Yeah.
1: Inns. Yeah. yeah. Maybe cool. you could just be mess jerk.
2: Messy. See, my friend Linny is quite a thin person, so I always called her skinny Linny. She would call me Messy Jessie.
1: Oh. oh hang so on. mess works. But, but well, you you were a mess. No, I'm not,
2: I'm not a messy person. So
1: you've cleaned up, but has she remained thin? Yeah, because, she has. She oh, has. Because it's hard to keep calling her... Skinny Lenny if she got quite big, and then yeah. it's just like it's until offensive. she gets really fat, then it's ironic and probably still mean, still offensive, really mean, still offensive.
0: Yeah. Unless you're like a like like a jail guy or like a yeah. like like, like an tiny is figure. always a
2: big dude. Yeah, Junior is always massive. Mm.
1: Yeah, I'm called Big Doll. You'd be Big Dave, obviously. Yeah, uh, even though you're a little man. Yes. <laughs> See how comedy works, people. Do you understand? Sometimes we show you. <laughs> uh, but uh, guys, I don't know if you're aware of this, Jess and Matt, but today is actually our
0: first birthday oh! episode. <laughs> first you, birthday? You weren't sure what you were about to say there. Can you I was going to say anniversary, it? birthday.
2: They're both good. I mean, they're both appropriate, aren't they? It is our first anniversary birthday. It is one birthday. year
1: this week since we released our first three episodes
0: onto iTunes. Oh. And uh, today we're going to listen to our favourite bits. (laughs) (laughs) I wish we were doing a best of... Today we're
2: going to play all episodes uh, back to back. I do
1: go on Clip
0: Show. We'll we'll do a commentary on them. So it's
1: us talking (laughs) over us talking. Yes. So that'd be great.
2: That was a great joke by Matt. Um, I laughed at it at the time and now once
1: again. It's just slightly less funny as time goes by. Because I've heard it before. I remember editing this podcast. I was yeah. up all night. Yeah, This one took me plenty of hours. <laughs> this
2: one crashed halfway through, I had to start again. That did happen one time. Oh. I don't remember which episode it was, but I tragedy.
0: cried.
1: I wanted to cry.
0: I had a horrible I, time with Berk and Will. I was
1: about to say, let's yeah. all share our worst moments. So I
0: I, I, was, was, I worked full time on that for a week trying to turn it <laughs> into like a cohesive episode. I had did, to get I had we... to get a voice actor in to play Dave.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because I was unavailable. <laughs> 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 I will not re-record my own voice. I
0: find it,
2: well, it's patronising. No, nah, it I wasn't that genuine.
0: I was getting the hang of the editing as well, but it was just, yeah, I, I told the story out of sync, mm-hmm. so I had to like chop it up and put it back. Yeah, that's hard. Which I haven't haven't had to do since now. It's, my editing is like pretty minimal. And Birkenwheels yeah. was that was one of the first three we released. Yeah. Oh, that was that was my first episode, was it? Yeah, yeah, first it was, yeah. You did. I thought my first one was. Oh. AFL.
2: No, I don't know. I think it was Burke and Wills first. Oh, there you go. Oh, now I don't remember. No, Actually, I'm sure it no. was. Is it AFL first?
0: Oh, look. this God, is... we
2: don't
1: even know.
0: Talk about Bloody Inside Baseball. I mean, it is our birthday, though. If we can't, if can't, we can't celebrate
1: of... on our birthday, I mean, when can we, if we celebrate? We can't
0: celebrate by vaguely remembering the past on our <laughs> birthday. When can we? Well,
2: do you have a favourite joke?
0: Oh, fuck. Oh I couldn't tell you a single joke. Yeah,
1: because it's oh.
2: all very serious. Oh,
1: I was so wrong, man. I've just looked it up. I've gone to the archives, of which there is a growing number of episodes. That, as <laughs> as it happens, yes. Uh, Australian Rules Football was your first uh, episode. Oh, so yeah, no, you're right. Pardon Sorry. me. Pardon me. Pardon. pardon. Wash my mouth. Ma- pardon. Pardon. Bobo. <laughs>
2: that was definitely my favourite. Oh, that was. A Bobo. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Bobo. And then closely followed by. Um, Dave's character of a rat catcher. Oh, yeah,
0: what was that? <laughs> the rat catcher. We yeah. are actually that doing was, a clip show.
2: That was H.H. Holmes, I think. No. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, the rat catcher, I remember call that. They bad.
2: know the rules <laughs> and I lost it. Thank you. You're very funny. You're both very funny. Well, I've
1: had a lot of fun doing the show, guys. It's been one year. We We are going to get on with an episode this week, but, um... We uh, last week I teased we have an announcement. We have an announcement. We're not quitting while well, we're on top. We're,
2: we're having keep... a baby. No, we're not. We're going not to keep. Baby.
1: We're going to keep going until we've lost every listener. That's the the pledge. No, we've yeah. p- we've pledged to go through the, the hat. Yeah. Which there there are now lit- legitimately hundreds of suggestions. Yeah. <laughs> we got.
2: It. We're going to be going for
1: a long time. But because it's our first birthday, we've been thinking about this for a while. We have decided to launch a Patreon account. A Patreon account. If you're not familiar, Patreon, it's pretty much it's just a crowdfunding platform Mm -hmm. where uh, if you enjoy something like a a podcast or YouTube videos or pretty it's mostly online content creators, uh, you can pledge uh, a certain amount of money per month to contribute to the show, and in return, you get different rewards. Yeah. The more you pledge, the more you, the more you get back. So we'd like to say that it is co- still going to be a completely free show. Yeah, it's just that if you would like to, we're not um, selling out, man. No, we're not selling out, and we've never had an ad on the show before. So
0: you know, we've gone a year and we haven't missed a week
1: either, which I think is actually amazing.
0: Look, and I'm, I'm 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 up for sale. And also, if anyone like, wants to, I'll personally um, sponsor me. I will say your you'll brand.
1: You'll do it. I'll I'll, I'll brand I will stuff. shave it into my head.
0: Yeah. I'll tattoo it on my nutsack.
1: <laughs> I don't <laughs> know.
0: That's a very niche marketing strategy, admittedly. But how much? How much? How much would it cost to get your nutsack <sighs> tattooed? I mean, just to do it. <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ!
0: It would. Ha- it would have to be. That would have to be a fair sum.
2: That would be enough to set you up for
0: life, right? I reckon that set me up for life, amount Because <laughs> it would be very painful. Like, those yes. needles go into the skin. We did an episode about tattoos.
2: You have a tattoo. You know how painful it is. Have, it's yeah, not even I'm, on I, your nuts. Like. Yeah, I was about to say, you already
1: have oh your, your nuts
0: already tattooed, so you'll have to get, painfully have it
1: removed to have yeah. Bunnings Warehouse tattooed <laughs> over the top of it. <laughs>
0: Bunnings might be able to afford a life change. I think so. It'd stuff. have to
1: be a big, big thing. And But, well, before I go on with this Patreon announcement, I would just like to congratulate. Announcement. Uh, so, one first birthday, yeah. I actually have an announcement, and that is an award will be given out. The MVP, the most valuable player of the podcast, is, in fact, you, Match Stewart, yes. Have not missed an episode. Jess has missed one. I missed two. But you. To be fair, we were traveling and you have no life, but... But um, still, the most valuable player, most valuable podcaster
0: is what MVP yeah, stands for. Yeah, you're so our MVP. Th- good on you, Matt. Little buddy. That's very, so I, if it was me, if I, I obviously didn't get a vote in that, but if I did, no. I, I would have given it to Jess's laugh. <laughs> well.
1: Not me, but the laugh. The laugh. Okay. Well, if we do another yeah, year, Jess, your maybe you'll often go in maybe. for that. But uh, back to this Patreon <laughs> account. So we've, we've, we're have we've we going to be launching it this week. We'll be tweeting out links and all that kind of stuff. But some of you might already be involved in Patreon. But if not, yeah, what you do is you just... It was uh,
0: actually I. It was actually suggested by a listener, like everything on this show. <laughs> as a topic. Not no, 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 as a topic, but no, no. like... Dan, Dan from uh, Launceston was the one who... Gave us the idea. Oh, put the He's, idea in our heads that he said, people
1: might actually pay us to do the show. <laughs> well, no,
0: yeah, he said, he said that he'd love to. Um, he said, put together a Patreon so I can put some money towards it. Which
2: is really lovely. That put is towards. so nice. So thank you very much. And we'll pay
1: for things like uh, keeping the show going, the the time we put into the stuff. We can uh, start doing some advertising, not to you guys specifically, but for other people that don't know the show yeah. so that we can get more people involved pay for uploads, keeping equipment going, the studio where we go. It's it all will help. It may it may not sound like we put
2: much work in. And in the case of Matt and I, you're probably right.
0: Look, but I it, I spend it doesn't seem like a lot, but it still is it's like still, half a day or something. Not that I'm whinging about. No, no, it, no but it's still
2: half a day to do but the report.
0: Fuck when when I realize I've got to do yeah. one coming up, that day sucks. Yeah. No, it's fun. Yeah. I find it very interesting to learn. Yep. But that pressure to do something that's going to be good enough for Dave Warnicky, is... And
1: then you've got to edit and get it up on time. <laughs> yeah, That's fun too. You're not doing it for the fans. And you're also... not doing it for the listeners. You're
0: doing it for me. Yeah, I'm just... Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. That's why you're the most valuable podcaster Mate, to me. And to, also... to be honest, I don't want to get a Nazi offside.
2: No, you're right. You're <sighs> not wrong. Long story short. He couldn't help himself. Just to give you an insight as well. So this is how a, a recording session would normally go down. So the episode's and it'd take, you know, maybe an hour and a half, let's say, we'd be here for three hours. By the time we get here, we talk to some other people who happen to also be at the studios or we just talk to each other and then one of us says, okay, guys, we really need to record. And about 15 minutes after that, we might set up and actually start to record. Then we record. Then we procrastinate some more. I usually drive Matt home. It takes a long time.
0: <laughs> before uh, before hey, tonight's episode, we J- Jess and I sang a duet.
2: <laughs> we did. I'll put that in. No, no. <laughs> no.
0: We we sang it. No, we, no, no. we
2: sang a rendition of Under
1: the Boardwalk, and we we shared a
0: meal David together never tonight. Heard
2: this song.
1: We've got stuff going on. <laughs> we, we definitely do. But um, so we're going to get into the episode real quick. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, but I'm just going to read out the. So we've got different levels that we've named after different uh, references from the show. So and the more you pledge, the more you get back from us. Extra content and that can we of stuff.
0: have a one of the because David put a lot of this together. I'd I'd love can you slot something in where someone can donate a six pack of beer? If you know so well, That can be a,
1: well, that can be our. F- you can set goals. That can be our first goal is to get $20 to buy a six pack of beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, right, that's going to be our first I goal think cause,
0: $20. Cuz occasionally people like it when we drink beer. So maybe uh, if they, can... they can fund our alcoholism. Is that what you're wanting from right. our listeners? Don't yes. tempt them, because Matt. They will. Because f- people will love it when you drink. For some
2: they'll fund a slab. Like when they for tweet you. in saying,
1: "The next drinking episode. Can you do this? To- oh God, Matt. You, they're going
2: to you know, try the, to kill you.
0: The way I take it is, you're boring when you're sober. Yeah. Is that yeah. how you would read that? Yeah. Yeah, because It's more fun when you're drunk.
2: <laughs> yeah. When you've got personality.
1: Nah, I
0: agree with him though. Yeah. Alright, so
1: that's gonna be our first call, twenty dollars to buy a six pack for us to share, for Matt to drink the majority of. Yeah. Um but I'm gonna read out the really quickly the, the rewards and what you get. But we must insist that you only ever pledge what you can reasonably afford to give. And if you can't afford anything, the best thing to do if you love the show and want to help it grow and support it is just to tell someone about it. Yeah, just talk about it. Tweet about it, that kind of stuff. So if you feel like you've got no money, that's fine. Just tell someone about it or just keep listening because we love it. But if you would like to pledge $1 or more a month, you get this. that's called the Keen for Peen pledge. No,
2: it's called the hashtag Keen, hashtag for, Keen, peen. Keen for Peen
1: <laughs> pledge. Thank you. You don't get a physical reward, but a big thank you for supporting us and making sure none of us have to become accountants, especially Jeff. Thank you. Thank you so much. But, I won't do it. Uh, the $2 or, p- or more per month pledge, that's the Ruknama Ruknama. rook In exchange for that, every three, three weeks, you can vote via Patreon, the thing that you're pledging money through, on what topic from the hat you would like Matt to do his next report on. So yeah. from now on, Matt is going to be a
0: voice of the Patreon people. Yeah. I like that, because, I mean, even picking it out of the hat, there's pressure on that. I'd love to... I'd love to... I'm so indecisive. I'd love to push away yeah, as much sure. of the responsibility as possible.
1: You love... I know. You, you You find that... It's overwhelming when you open up the hat and you're like, it wow, look how many... Of hundreds of there things. So if that
0: hat had a seam, it would be bloody bursting. <laughs> uh, the it probably fi- does, to be honest.
1: If you pledge $5 or more per month, you are the associate... In quotation marks, producer. Oh, hashtag ass prod. (laughs) You're uh, an ass prod. You're the associate ass prod. Uh, We'll give you a shout out at the end of an episode. So upcoming, we'll we'll read um, read out four or five names a week. And a big thank you to anyone who would pledge it so you get to hear your name. Uh, We'll also let you know about our upcoming episode topics a week in advance, if you're keen on that kind of thing. And you can also vote on what you would like Matt to do on his topic, Mm -hmm. his his next report on. And we're going to do a Christmas thing. If you pledge, anyone pledges $5 or more before December 15th, we will send you a personal do-go-on Christmas card. Wherever you are in the world, we'll write you a little message. How about that?
2: Put that on the fridge. I'm so excited about that one. Show
1: Grandma that on Christmas Day. Uh, (laughs) Hey, Grandma, here's the... uh, Do you know these people? Nah. (laughs) Here's an internet radio show. What's the internet? Uh, grandma. Uh, $10 or more per month. This go. is the Dreamboat Cooper Award. Once a month, you'll get an exclusive mini episode. We're going to record an extra episode on a, a topic, a, a mini one, uh, that we'll send out to just the Patreon people that pledge $10 or more. I will also give you a free ticket to a live show if you ever do one near where you are, wherever you are, if we're doing one. We're going to get around to them. We're going to do it. You also uh, know about the upcoming episode topics and get to vote on Matt's hat. And we'll send you the Christmas card if you get in before December 15. Then we have the $20 or more per month, which is crazy. But if you're up for it, it's the Sydney Scheinberg (laughs) deluxe package. Sydney! Sydney! Hey, I'm Sydney, and I want you to sign up to this podcast because, hey, what else else is going on in your life, right? (laughs) Uh, You get all of the things that we've mentioned as well. As well as that, we'll pretty much do an episode on whatever topic you suggest. Your suggestion will go into a special, exclusive golden hat, (laughs) and we'll have to do a topic on that. The only stipulation is that it's got to have enough information on it. Like You can't just be like, do a topic on my dad's barbecue
0: skills. (laughs) Hey, I could talk for days about my dad's barbecue skills.
2: And lack
1: thereof.
0: Oh,
2: Yeah, he's hopeless, burns everything.
0: That was a sweet burn. Oh. Oh,
1: Dad! Take that, John. And finally, we come to the final
0: pledge, which
1: we've limited to only three people, even though there'll be hundreds of you wanting to <laughs> pledge $100 or more per month. Yep. It's called the Doctor of Podcasts. Perfect. What I could have been if I'd continued to do a PhD in podcasting. Pretty much, you get everything we've mentioned before, but we'll also do a mini episode about you and send it to you. And the way we'll do that i is, is I'll, uh, I'll email you... <laughs> We'll Question- do it about you, and we'll send it <laughs> to, to Gary Newman. <laughs>
0: He'll gonna- be confused, but, <laughs> but who we'll- gives a fuck, right? <laughs> We've got your we money. we got money. <laughs> Let's fucking party. Fuck it,
2: Gary Newman. <laughs> um, we'll, sell- we'll send it to a Gary of your choosing. <laughs> <laughs> Glitter, Abbott. <laughs> oh, we're not sending Gary Glitter. Gary shit. Abbott.
0: Gary Abbott. Abbot. Gary <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure there's a Gary Abbott. <laughs> it's got to be. Gary Abbott's a great name, actually. Gary Abbott. I like that a lot.
1: <laughs> uh, just to finally finish that off, so we'll do a, a podcast about you, send it to you, and uh, the way I'll, I'll send you a questionnaire and then the rest of it, I'll make up the facts about your life and then Jess and Matt can play along like it's a real thing. So get in before December 15 if you want to get the bonus Christmas card. You can pledge any time and, uh, you know, pledge as much as you like. We'd appreciate that. And I will say that we're not going to be banging on about like reading out the pledges every single week. So don't feel like you're going to... No. Nah. It's not going to be one of those podcasts where the first 20 minutes is us begging for your money.
0: No. Nah. Hey, not that there's anything wrong with that if that's what you do on your podcast.
1: Or if that's what you
0: love about
1: podcasts. Yeah, if that's the bit you listen to <laughs> and, and then skip the rest. Turn off the... <laughs> turn off the this, I don't know why they're banging on about this report shit. Mm. Bored. Snore. Uh, I, but, I quite
0: like the I listen to a few podcasts and I I like the um, the pre rambles that everyone whinges about. Not always, look not to always. be honest, but sometimes it's nice to just get to know what people are doing in the little times. It's like it's not. I'm really tired. In the little times. <laughs> oh my goodness.
2: We did ah. have we did have a nice family dinner before. Are You a bit full now. You got you got the. The full tummy sleepies. Yeah,
0: tum-tum? I'm a bit sleepy.
2: That's okay. That's okay, little buddy. I'll get you. We'll perk you up.
0: I'll perk up because you're doing a topic today. Perk
2: like, up for Perkins. Perkins. All right.
1: So thank you. Thanks for listening to that. My second
0: favorite episodes are the ones that Jess does.
2: To so basically anything that you don't do. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. My, you know, mine are my second favorite too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, who's getting burnt here? Me. Oh, Yours are clearly everyone's favourite. Thank you, Lane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do what I can.
2: Oh no, I just wasn't. I haven't figured out a question. I'll make oh, it up. Oh, hang on. No, nah, we'll be right. I'll go. Another
0: out. shit house report. Here we from go. Jess Perkins. Here we
2: go. Jess Fine. Bop
0: Perkins. Thank you very much. Just throwing it together at the last minute, like it's bloody amateur hour over here. I'm doing my best.
1: <laughs> All right. All right, let's podcast time. Let's do. Let's podcast. Go on. Okay. Jess, I uh, know you just said you don't have a question, but please
2: try. Hello. <laughs> no, but now, one up. now the ones that are popping into my head are very funny. <laughs> oh, that
0: sounds awful. Give us some awful. examples. Mm.
2: Who is the most famous person named Helen in history? Helen Mirren. Oh fuck, good one, but no. Uh, Helen uh, Bonham Carter. Happy birthday, Kata. Helen. Oh, that's uh, no
1: Helen.
0: Helen of de Troy. De Helen, de of Troy. Helen of Troy. No.
2: So, we'll go oh, for fifth most famous Helen. I would say Helen. Helen DeGeneres. No, that's Helen.
0: Uh, I said it twice as well. I, <laughs> I thought it... Yeah, right. No, it's definitely not right. On her show, Helen.
1: <laughs> Silent H. Ah. Also,
0: invisible H. <laughs> <laughs> the logo features zero H's. <laughs> oh, there's going to be lots of Heron. heron- Helens. <laughs> like well, how many
1: more of those? Can uh, you, Jess, can you think of any other Helens that aren't the one you're... My auntie,
0: Helen O'Connor. My other auntie, Helen Stewart.
1: Oh, hang on. What's that? Oh, I think I know. Yep. Helen Keller. Bang. Helen Keller. Thank you very much, Matt. Matt thinks that he always gets these.
0: I always do. No, actually, these. no, it's Is ju- that, no, that
2: what you were about to say?
0: Yeah, Helen Keller. Fuck Amanda you. Keller's mom. Fuck. Can't fault that. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, Helen Keller. Do you know who that is, Matt? Yeah, but this is not going to be a fun one, is it? Why not? Oh, cool. Yeah, let's have... I'm having fun.
2: Why isn't it going to be fun?
0: Because you're doing it and you're fucking useless. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want re- to... Jess, in the edit, can you put that on repeat so Matt can hear it back? You just, cold bastard. But, like, do you... What do you remember of Helen Keller to assume that it's,
2: this is a really tragic story? Well,
0: because... She she used to she hosts this weird show on Friday nights Channel Seven and it's just awful. Like they do home improvements.
1: All right, it's Friday nights on Channel Ten, mate. All right.
0: <laughs> oh, it's funny. It's from your stable of shows, Asprod. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag <laughs> Assprod.
1: All right, uh, Helen Keller. Helen Keller.
2: This was from the hat. So this was suggested by John Titus at. The John, the John RT on Twitter. So oh, thanks, John.
1: John Titus getting twenty dollars worth of value right there for nothing. Got to say that because oh, we yeah. picked his idea. Oh yeah, just, just gonna put that. Out. Just saying, just saying. John, so what's uh, John Titus's handle? Do you have that? Uh,
2: yeah, I just said it at the John RT.
0: John Titus sounds like a condition that I'd want to get.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I got a John, bit of John
0: Titus. John do do no. <laughs> Yeah, it's a- I thought at fir- first instinct was oh you don't want that, but then I'm like, you think no. about it.
2: John Titus sounds
0: fun. If someone's got it, I'm gonna get real close. Someone I can't think. I, get I it, can't think of any. I
1: can't think of any diseases that I'm like I want that. Yeah, well, apart from chickenpox, until, n- until now, as we discussed. No, it's but good did, to get. didn't yeah. you, you
0: saw the feedback we got? Someone uh, message in saying that there's a, a there is now a thingo that stops you getting it. A thingo. Vaccine. Oh, yeah, there's the vaccine. Which There's is... a vaccine, but if you do get it, then you're um, susceptible okay. to shingles. Susceptible?
1: That's a word. Yeah.
0: Good. I'm. You're tired. I'm right on the edge of a cliff. <laughs> I feel like I'm falling off it. You're falling into my abyss. I'm free falling. Oh, and <laughs> near a tiny abyss. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I could not fit in your abyss, no matter how hard I tried. And,
1: and... <laughs> I want to talk about
0: Helen Keller. Remember, we did get a little mashed pea in there, and that's it.
2: I would also like to talk about Helen Keller. H- Helen Keller, do go on. Thank you. So, Helen Adams Keller was born on June 27, 1880 in Alabama. Her family lived on a homestead called Ivy Green that Helen's grandfather had built decades earlier. She had two younger siblings, Mildred Campbell and Philip Brooke Keller, and she had two older half-brothers from her father's prior marriage. Their names were James and William. Um, her father, Arthur H. Keller, spent many years as an editor for... Um, the North Alabamian, and had served... Oh, good title. Great title. Good title. Um, he served as a captain for the Confederate Army. Her mother, Kate, uh, was the daughter of Charles W. Adams, who was a Confederate general. Um, now, originally um, originally from Massachusetts, Charles Adams also fought for the Confederate Army during the American Civil War, earning the rank of colonel. The only reason I added this is because he was also an acting Brigadier General. Mm, Brigadier. Brigadier. Brigadier.
0: General. Brigadier. (laughs) General. I love that a lot. As soon as I saw it, I was like, that's got to go in. A couple of weeks ago, or maybe last week, you asked what my favourite word was, and I totally blanked on Brigadier. Brigadier. That's probably number one. It's
2: got to be. It's got to be. Brigadier. So, Helen's paternal lineage... Traced to Caspar Keller, who was a native of Switzerland, again, the only reason i answered um the only reason I reference this is that one of Helen's Swiss ancestors was the first teacher for the deaf in Zurich, so that's kind of cool, oh really yeah, isn't that interesting It has nothing to do with her. It's just kind of a co- weird coincidence um now, what i didn't know is that, so um was that Helen Keller was born with the ability to see and hear, but at 19 months old, she contracted an illness described by doctors as an acute congestion of the stomach and brain. Um, they're still not 100% sure exactly what it was, but they, some say it was scarlet fever or meningitis, and this illness left her both deaf and blind. Um, at that time, she was able to communicate somewhat with Martha Washington, who was a six-year-old daughter of the family cook, who understood her signs. They kind of made up their own little signs together Um, and so by the age of seven she had about 60 home signs to communicate with her family Um, but at this time Helen's mother had heard about the successful education of another deaf and blind woman whose name was Laura Bridgman Um, and she sent Helen with her dad off to speak to seek out a physician called J Julian Chisholm who was an eye ear nose and throat specialist in Baltimore Oh. Are you reacting to that name? It's a great name, J. Julian Chisholm. Yeah. I like it a lot. J.
1: Julian. I was more into the fact that J. Julian's into ear, nose, and throat.
2: Eye, oh, ear, nose, and throat. Oh. The quadruple. Oh.
1: The big four.
0: It's on the four. No, the big four. You have to. The four thrash metal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the eyes, the ears. The
2: nose and the throat. <laughs> um, now, Laura, Laura Bridgman, she was known... Um, because she was the first deaf-blind American child to gain a significant education in the English language. Um, and she, for like years, she was almost a bit of a celebrity. Like the, she had this celebrity status because Charles Dickens met her during his 1842 American tour and wrote about her accomplishments in his American notes. Um, and this is where Helen Keller's mother had heard about Laura and was like, well, we've got to seek out like a similar sort of education for yeah. for Helen, which is kind of cool. Um, so, the doctor, uh, J. Julian Chisholm, referred the Kellers to Alexander Graham Bell, <gasps> oh, who was working with deaf children at the time. Famous, obviously, for inventing, inventing the, the telephone. telephone. The bell. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a bell. Is that where that comes yeah, from? Yeah, that's where
0: they come from.
1: So and also, because wasn't Alexander Graham Bell's mother famously deaf?
2: I think she was, yeah. I think I'd heard that Um so, maybe that's why he yeah. was you know, working with deaf children or yeah, had yeah. an interest so in working with that. Um, Still,
1: it, so, she's so this other girl has met Charles Dickens and... Ale- Who's met Alexander Graham Bell? Uh, Helen Keller. Helen Keller. Sorry, it wasn't the other girl. Right. No, the What's other girl cool? met
2: Charles Dickens. Pretty cool. Both
1: very Both famous very people. Both very cool.
2: Both very famous, influential people. So, they go Alexander Graham Bell. Now, he tells them to contact... This is so good. The devil. No. No? I'm going to put my hand on your shoulder because this is so exciting for me bell advised him to contact the Perkins Institute for the Blind ah uh, now yeah. we know why She
1: chose the topic in the first place. That is not
2: why. It was a total bonus. I was like, yes, Perkins. Um, Nice one. That was a school where Laura Bridgman had been educated. Um, It was located in South Boston. Now, I found a little thing about the school. So the school was named in honour of Thomas uh, Handeside Perkins, one of the organization's incorporators, and a wealthy Boston shipping merchant who um, began losing his sight at the time of the establishment of the school.
0: Jess, are you trying to protect? One of your relatives' like identity with that weird fake name. It's
2: a weird name, is it? Handicide.
1: Handicide.
0: Hand oh.
2: Can you look at that, Dave? Hand aside? Like, it's H-A-N-D-A-S-Y-D. Uh, Handicide. Handacid. Handacid. Handacid Hand Hand Perkins. Handacid Nishanberg. Just call him Tom <laughs> <laughs> Perkins, which is my cousin's name, actually. But he's not from Boston. But no relation. Um, yeah, no relation. To you. We think. Well, we could claim... Anyway, um, so the, the, another reason that it was named, I think it used to be called something different, but the reason they changed it to Perkins was in 1833, the school um, was just in the house of the father of, of one of its founders. Like it was, just, it was just a small little school, but it was starting to grow, and um, it was outgrowing that space. So Perkins donated his... Pearl Street Mansion as the school's second home, and in 1839, he sold the mansion and donated all the proceeds to the school.
1: Oh, does that hurt, that he donated instead of giving it to your family? A little
2: bit. A little bit. You could have had that mansion. I could have had that mansion. Oh. But this gift allowed the purchase of a more spacious building in South Boston for the school. So. Right,
1: so,
0: Like a mansion? So
1: really, you've given up a mansion so some kids can have a school. Yeah. So you're a great person.
2: Thank you so much, David. I feel like people don't acknowledge
1: that enough. Yeah, Matt, come on. Huh? Awesome. Come
0: on. Look, I, Have the Stuarts ever given a school to these people? Yeah, peers? is there yes. a
2: Stewart school for the blinds? Yes,
0: there are multiple. I don't think there is. And we did it for the right reasons, not like the Perkins. What was your how, reason?
2: What <laughs> wrong reason is there to do oh, that? What wrong reason?
0: Yeah,
1: definitely embezzling, I reckon.
0: Everyone in the book. What? Think about those. Yeah. Every now, last one. I've thought about, about it. How what how are about, you talking how about, about? all of the what wrong What are you talking reasons? about? I'm actually. Name me a wrong reason. Yeah, exactly. You couldn't. <sighs>
1: Matt, I actually have because changed my opinion now Matt said that. You are a bad person. What?
0: Nah. I argued well, a good case.
2: Happy one year, everybody.
0: Yeah. yeah. Matt, you should have. You've be a- ruined another birthday party. Matt.
2: Just- uh, you do this every time. You do this every time. You
0: always fight and fight I reckon you should, you should be a lawyer. You're amazing. I am a lawyer.
1: Of course you are. I, I, I can believe everything you say.
0: Yeah. You do <laughs> believe everything <laughs> I say. Fuck, this
1: oh my God. Jedi stuff is really weird. Yeah, it's
2: really creepy. I might just continue on with the podcast. I reckon. Then. But
1: at the back of my mind, I'll be thinking about how I do believe everything you said. Um,
2: but I just want his approval. Me
0: too. I approve. <gasps> oh, my God. I've never been so happy. Oh, my God. Of David's work. No! It's
2: my report!
1: <laughs> I'm still
0: feeling good over here, by the way.
1: Nah, fair
2: enough. All right, so... Anyway, um, back to Helen.
1: And Jess. I've written. Is so. Her best. Back to Helen. She has actually written so backed out. She took, knew that Matt would somehow derail the show. I took shop. a
2: leaf out of Matt Stewart's book and I wrote down the lines I wanted to say. Yeah. Um, word
0: for word, I I I'm reading out every word. I'm writing. writing
2: oh no, he's lost his papers. <laughs> oh no,
0: oh the cat's just crawled over the <laughs> keyboard.
2: <laughs> okay, back to Helen. So Michael, Anganos. Anganos? Anagos. an anagnos. I'll never say his name again. i so it? say Anignos. He was a school's director. He asked 20-year-old former student Anne Sullivan, um, who was herself visually impaired, to become Helen Keller's instructor. Um, this was the beginning of a 49-year-long friendship during which uh, Sullivan evolved into Keller's governess and eventually just her companion. What's she her name again? Evolved Anne Sullivan. <laughs> <Jeez>
0: Louise. <laughs> she became she became a different form. People like that can doesn't get, normally happen in the one lifetime.
2: Can you get further away, please? You are so you're sitting so far away. You're at the door. He's sitting at the door. You okay over there?
0: Yeah, I don't know why I've done that. I'm I don't gonna, know why you I'm have. Come, I'm going to come back in.
2: Okay. I'm going to keep talking while you do So, Anne Sullivan's Ante a very Sullivan. key player
0: in this whole story.
1: Huge player.
0: Hey, guys. Good to see you.
2: Okay. Thanks for joining us. And now, Anne Sullivan arrived at uh, the Keller's house in March of 87, 1887, that is, <laughs> and immediately began <laughs> to teach Helen to communicate by spelling words into her hand, beginning with D-O-L-L for the doll that she'd brought Helen as a present. Okay. So, uh,
1: if, Helen Keller has always sort of blown my mind. How is she learning what letters are if she was, went blind at such a young age? Um, I just find it so—it's amazing. That it is—it is incredible. How could she know it? Like you, how would you associate that pattern D O L L with the...
2: Just a lot of time and association. And It was really hard. Matt, what are you going to
0: say? I guess it's just like it's a different language, right? So whatever that is to her, that means doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it wouldn't be. She's not picturing the letters necessarily. Like you would. Maybe
2: it's just a certain feeling. Yeah, I just it find it so incredible. Look, I'm oh, talking it's amazing. Like
0: I've, I know what I'm talking about because I do. Yeah. I'm an expert in this field and all others.
2: But I think anybody signing even, sign language or lip reading and stuff is going to be different in their head to how we hear and, and mm, say words. It's amazing. But at the end of the day, they're still able to communicate and understand.
0: Is purple that I see the purple that you see?
2: Probably not. Probably
1: not. Probably not. You've got I'll terrible vision.
0: You've got terrible vision. He just
2: put his glasses on and then took them off just for a dramatic effect.
0: I'll <sighs> rest my case.
2: All right. You're not a lawyer. So case she... That's closed. <laughs> Objection. I um, So Helen was really frustrated at first because she didn't understand obviously because she doesn't understand this new method and she doesn't understand that every word, like every object has a word that uniquely identifies it. So it was a real struggle for a while. At first she was kind of curious and then she was defiant and she refused to cooperate. Um, but when she, she, when she did cooperate, um, Anne Sullivan could tell that she wasn't really making the connection between the objects and the letters. She was just kind of like... Yeah, whatever. She 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 was cooperating in the sense of like not fighting it. She didn't really care. Right, but she look like she was learning. But she didn't understand fully, so um, she would get really frustrated. Helen would get frustrated, and she would throw tantrums because she couldn't communicate, and that would be incredibly frustrating. So finally, um, Sullivan demanded that she and the and and she and the Helen, <laughs> she and Helen, be isolated from the rest of the family for a little time, so that Helen could concentrate only on, on Sullivan's instructions. And they moved into a little cottage um, on the property, on the family's property. Um, there was this really big dramatic struggle where she was, um, Anne Sullivan was trying to teach Helen the word for water and she helped her to make the connection between the object and the letter by taking Helen out to the water pump and placing Helen's hand under the spout. So as she's like got her hand under the water, she's, she's spelling out water in her other hand. And then eventually she finally, like it, it clicked. She understood and she repeated the word. Like she wrote the word back on Anne's hand. So she understood and she wrote it back. And then she was started, um, she like fell onto the ground and was like banging on the ground wanting to know what it was called. And so then she's spelling out letters, she's spelling out words for her like ground to her as well. So you'd have to
1: learn a series of patterns for everything. Yeah. Rather than knowing that... Because you wouldn't know what sounds are, so you can't be like, GR, oh, that's a Gura sound. Yeah. You'd just have to know that, wall, okay, that's W-A-L-L. Yeah. Wow, you'd have to learn so many patterns.
2: Yeah, I know. But it's ridiculous. But this is just a beginning. This is just how she started to be able to communicate. Amazing. Yeah. And so that night, so after they had this big breakthrough with the water and then ground... um. Helen was, like, dragging Anne around the whole room and, and asking for every object. She's like, what's this? What's this? What's this? And then just in that first night, she'd learnt 30 words.
1: So she's gone from zero to 30. Zero
2: to 30. She doesn't muck around. I love it. Um,
0: she, yeah. That must, she must be, like, sort of abnormally smart. Like, normal people couldn't do that, right?
2: You would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right.
0: I know I would not be able to do... Learn 30 how old is she she was six it's pretty amazing
2: yeah many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem
1: impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey
2: She began, um, she began speech classes at the Horace Mann School for the Deaf in Boston. Um, so she would sort of work for, for like 25 years. She would learn to speak so that others could understand her. Um, she worked on improving her communication skills. She was really determined to communicate with others as conventionally as possible. Um, over the course of her la- life, she learned to speak um, and she spent much of her time giving speeches and lectures.
1: Right so is she one hundred percent blind and one hundred percent deaf?
2: I believe so, yeah.,
1: God, you couldn't hear yourself back,
2: but like they a lot of deaf people, all now, all deaf people speak now pretty much.
1: Yeah, but if you can't see yeah or hear, I know it makes it way harder. It makes
2: it much harder, but when you say like I find, I find it so it's amazing. incredible. it's so fascinating, yeah, but it's different. It's so interesting as well how how the attitude has changed. Like one of my mum's sisters is deaf. And at the time, the option, there was only like a couple of schools she could go to in Victoria. And one would teach to sign but not speak. And the other would teach to speak and not sign. Oh. So my grandparents sort of had to make the choice and sent her to the school where she learnt to speak. And then as an adult, she learnt sign language herself, but was frustrated that she didn't know that already.
1: Oh, so what does she mainly communicate with now? She speaks.
2: She's had a cochlear ear implant as well, so her speech has improved enormously. She can... The other day, I was at my grandparents' house and the doorbell rang, so I went to get it, and my auntie went to get it as well. And I said, you heard that? And she went, yeah, I can hear. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not wrong for being surprised. You were born profoundly deaf. Like, I'm not... It's not crazy
1: that I was surprised by that.
0: <laughs> you, um, you started an argument with her. Yeah, we had it. an argument about it. What? That's An interesting decision. Yeah,
1: yeah. We did it. Like, I didn't. feel like you probably came off well
2: from that. <laughs> <Yeah. anyway. laughs> when she was a kid, I won. And she would like cr- she would be fighting with her siblings, and they would sort of fight with her, she would just close her eyes. <laughs> like can't hear you.
0: <laughs>
2: their arguments invalid. I think that's genius.: That's very good. Very clever. Anyway, so yes, she can Helen's learning to speak. Um, she also learned to hear people's speech by reading their lips with her hands. So her sense of touch became really, really good. What? Yeah. How does that happen? Again, she's not hearing it, or no. it's not the same in her head the same way it is for you, but, but how she's can understanding you associate them.
1: You'd have to do another series of all right, when they say the word water. This is
2: they what mean it feels this. like. Yeah.
0: Oh uh, yeah. I that is tricky. Water.
2: Water. 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 Oh. Water. 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 Jess,
0: Jess is touching her lips water. and saying "water."
2: No, but I'm saying it in an American accent because she's American. Water. Oh.
0: No, Would, she's South American though, Southern American.
1: She probably wouldn't. Well, she much she the probably same. wouldn't have an accent then.
2: She wouldn't have an accent. Well, she never heard anyone else speaking. Yeah, no, good point. Fuck, great point. Yeah. Oh, Who like, knows? Had a word sound in her mind. Yeah. She also became proficient at using Braille and reading sign language with her hands as well.
1: Okay, I reckon she's a genius. Yeah, she's yeah.
2: she's got to be incredibly smart. But she also worked really hard. Like she wanted to learn. It was amazing. Um, so when she uh she became determined to attend college, she was like, I want to,
1: I want to. But she gone to she had gone to school. Yeah, she's gone. She's
2: gone through school. Yeah, and she um, uh, she she wanted to go to college, and in uh, well, that's what I was about to talk about, her school. So in in 1896, she attended the Cambridge School for Young Ladies, which was like a, a prep school for women. Um, and as her story started to become known to the general public, um, she began to meet famous and influential people. One of them was the writer Mark Twain, who was very impressed by her, and they became friends. Very good. Yeah, that's kind of cool.
1: Huckleberry Finn.
2: And then he, he introduced her to his friend Henry H. Rogers. I reckon anybody with like a middle initial is cool.
1: See, so, you reckon I would get like a lot more respect if I was David J. Warnicky. That's
2: pretty cool. Matthew J. Stewart. Matthew J. Stewart's better than David yeah, J. Warnicky.
1: M- Maddie J. Stewart.
2: No, Matthew. Maddie J. Stewart. You're <laughs> no, You're no I hate, it. Like I hate Matty, it. You
1: sound like a '90s TV. I hate it. Maddie J. Maddie J. <laughs> J. is pretty cool. Hum- Maddie J. Hum- J.
0: Simpson. That's good.
2: Jessica A. Perkins. yuck. Jess A. Perkins. Jess no. A. Perkins? No, no good. If you were
1: Jess H. Perkins, that is... I reckon H is the best one. Yeah, I reckon you're
0: right. William H. Macy.
1: Very good. David H. Warnicky.
2: L. Samuel L. Jackson.
1: L is good. S sounds good too. Matt S. No, not no, for you. Not Dave, David S. Warnicky.
2: Oh, yeah, it's not bad. That's not bad. Je- Unfortunately, none of these are our names. Jess S. Perkins that
1: sounds, weird. <laughs> sounds like S- the
2: SS, like a like a ship. Oh, I was
0: thinking more bo- like uh, David's boys. No. Oh.
2: Anyway, thank you. So Mark Twain introduced uh, Helen Keller to his friend Henry H. Rogers, who was uh, a Standard Oil executive, and he was so impressed with her. <laughs> No, like the standard oil, not like just so like use standard oil. Like just
0: standard oil. The
2: company is called Standard Oil. Was he an
1: associate he executive? Was, he was not an associate or a full executive. 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 He was a full
2: executive. Full, full. He wasn't an ass prod like yourself or an ass ex. He wasn't an ass ex. Um He was so impressed with Helen, uh, with her talent and her drive and determination that he agreed to pay for her to attend Radcliffe College. Um, so there she went to college. Rad. It was rad. She was accompanied by <laughs> Anne Sullivan. Are you laughing because I did this?
0: I'm laughing at it all.
2: You're losing your mind. <laughs> Anne Sullivan went with her to college, basically, and sat by her side to interpret her lectures and her books and stuff like that.
1: Um, and standard oil man's paying. Yes. Face. Yeah, he's
2: paying for her um, her education, which is really cool. Um uh, so, by this time, she had mastered several methods of communication, most of which I mentioned before. So, like touch, lip reading, braille, speech, typing, and finger spelling. I don't know what that is, but it sounds great. Um, yeah, you don't know? <laughs> he's doing west Matt's side. doing the west
1: side. What's the other What's
2: one? What's that one? What's that supposed to be? Is that a V? What are you doing? What's going on here? Those are just two Ws. Matt's doing now, two, M's. two M's.
1: M for Matt.
0: Matt. Matt's side, best side. Ugh. Um. Uh, okay. Um,
2: All right. Here we go. We're doing some finger spelling. He's pretty much doing me. That. You wrote me. You
1: d- <laughs> he's doing like this gang symbols that will get M- him wait. killed. M's not
0: a. Wait, that's not a gang symbol. M. You're gonna get yourself. West Side. That's a that, That's a W for West Side. Yeah.
1: No? And you're just M- doing that
0: upside down. You just though. do that upside down.
1: We're not idiots.
0: But that makes, an up, you know, an upside W is an M.
1: Hey, an upside down smile. What about
2: this one? What about that?
0: That's hey. an I.
2: It is an I. I'm doing it with my middle finger. It's a capital I. Capital or I. a
0: lowercase L. What are you spelling there? I-L. Ill. Mm-hmm. Ill. Ill. You're the illest.
2: I'm the illest. I'm feeling rather ill from your bullshit. Oh, no, no, no. Kind of got him on that one. No, I didn't really. Anyway, so she's, she's a very good communicator. And with the help of uh, Anne Sullivan and Anne Sullivan's future husband, Ooh. John Macy.
1: What's, how do they know each other? Uh,
2: I'll talk a bit about him oh, in, in just a moment.
1: John H. Macy.
2: John, John Macy, but we'll call him John H. Macy. Thank you. Um, so with their help, she wrote her first book, which is the story of my life. Uh, Helen Keller. Helen Keller wrote her first book. It covered her transformation from childhood to twenty-one years to a twenty-one-year-old college student, and she graduated from Radcliffe in 1904 at the age of 24. She was the first deaf-blind person to earn a Bachelor of Arts degree. Fuck! How cool is that? How cool it's is that? It's very cool. You it's have a Bachelor cool. of Arts degree,
0: Matt. I do, yeah, and it is very cool. So
2: do I. So do you. We all have one.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> And we're begging for your money.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And she's just being amazing and we can't do basic things. So in 1905, Anne Sullivan married John Macy. He was an instructor at Harvard University. He was a social critic and a prominent socialist. Um, And after their marriage... Sullivan continued to be um, Helen's guide and mentor. And she, um, Helen actually went to live with them as well. Um, and they both initially gave Helen like their undivided attention. They were both super supportive. Uh-oh. I don't like the word initially, initially there. Because gradually, however, Anne and John became distant to each other. Anne and John, they're your parents. Oh, my God. They are my parents' names. I didn't ah! even realize that. Those are my parents' names. That's what
1: I just said. <laughs> I didn't even realize. Really? It's
0: weird that Matt would.
2: Yeah. That's weird. My parents are Anne and John, but but um, they're from the Perkins. They're from the Perkins School Institute of at the Blind. Yep. Yeah. And uh, they've never mentioned this. So Anne and John
1: hmm. are splitting up. Yes. Is it because of Helen? He kind of. No, it's not Helen's fault. Is that oh. what they, so hey, they told you? That's so what they, they told wait. you, wasn't yeah, 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 it? Yeah, yeah.
0: Is Helen in this? Jess? In Is this whole
1: story yeah. about you? Yeah. You've got a bachelor.
2: I do have a bachelor, Arts.
1: Your parents are Anne and John. My it's all stacking up.
2: My name isn't Helen, and I have 20-20 vision, you and ha- I'm not deaf.
0: 20-20 vision. Yeah, that's pretty good. 20-20 vision.
2: Anyway, so Anne remains really devoted to Helen and continues helping her, and after several years, John and Anne separated. Though They never divorced, but they did separate. Not my John and Anne, though. They're still going strong. Oh, i that's got Hell yeah. bad news. 30-something years. I don't remember. That's a long time they've been together.
0: Yeah, and they wanted me to pass on a message. What was that? Uh, Helen Kellen broke them up. <laughs> Helen Kellen. <laughs> Helen Kellan came back. She's she's back, and she has come between them. <laughs> she's
1: ruined another marriage. She back. Yeah. Oh, she, she back. She's really clever, but she's really good at ruining marriages. Oh, yeah.
0: She's vindictive.
2: She's, she's a homewrecker.
1: <laughs> she just spells out, he cheated. <laughs> but
0: he didn't. <laughs> she just lied. She's a... She's a bad person.
2: Wow, I did not come across any of this didn't in the you? report in my research. Because Matt and I have
0: both
1: cross-checked our sources. Wow, mm.
2: that's wow. No, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I mean, as I say, I didn't, I didn't put it in enough effort into this podcast, so I wasn't aware. So that's really interesting. Wow, that'll change the tone of the rest of the I report. It will. I think, yeah.
0: What that she broke up your parents' marriage? Yeah, thirty-something years, well, which is not. If cool. you're gonna let that come between <laughs> us and the podcast, then fine.
2: Yeah, I am. Be a Matt. little
0: baby. But I if am. you want to be a I professional, you want to be a professional podcaster, I think you need to get back up on the potty horse. That's
1: right, you got to be a journalist. You got to be like separate yourself from, from the you know, from what you're reporting on. And I believe you did study journalism. You've I become did. too
0: involved, Perkins. You're off the case.
2: Boys, when you're right, you're right. Thank you. And I'm sorry. And I'd like to continue as a professional, if that's okay. okay. That's right.
0: Well, that's difficult, but you can definitely continue.
2: I... <laughs> You just said be a professional. Fuck you. You're just being impossible, mate. (laughs) Um, So after college, Helen set out to learn more about the world and how she could help improve the lives of others. News of her story... Um, started to spread, and she became a well-known celebrity and lecturer by sharing her experiences with audiences and working
1: <laughs> I've uh, broken up seventeen <laughs> marriages this month
2: <laughs> you can too <laughs> which just my three easy steps Three easy steps <laughs> what are the steps?
1: lie, cheat, and steal <laughs> boom everybody
2: lie, boom. cheat, steal. steal. Lie, Lie cheat, cheat, steal, you get a broken marriage, <laughs> you get a broken marriage, everybody gets a broken marriage. I love you, Helen Keller. <laughs> <laughs> they throw their underwear at her, she can't
1: <laughs> yeah, see them. She's, she's like, oh god, this feels wet. <laughs> yeah, I can feel
2: this, is wrong. Anyway, <laughs> she's actually doing some really good work. <laughs> Thrown wet
1: underwear at her. <laughs> In appreciation. (laughs) Oh,
2: they appreciate, all right.
0: (laughs) What are you guys doing?
2: No, she's not breaking up marriages. I reckon she is. She's working on behalf of others living with disabilities.
1: Oh, God, that's taking the fun out of the tone.
2: Yeah. She's doing some good work. Throughout the first half of the 20th century, Helen tackled social and political issues, including women's suffrage, Um, birth control this one was kind of interesting because I read about uh, this later where She was like, I was appointed on a commission to investigate the conditions for the blind. For the first time, I, who had thought blindness a misfortune beyond human control, found that too much of it was traceable to wrong industrial conditions, often caused by the selfishness and greed of employers. This is where it gets interesting. The social evil contributed its share. I found that poverty drove women to a life of shame that ended in blindness. So basically what she's saying there is that... um. Poverty drove women to prostitution. Prostitution led to syphilis. Syphilis led to blindness. Oh. Wow. So she was like, some of this is traceable and preventable. And so then she was kind of advocating for birth control.
0: So the birth control stopped the syphilitic babies being born blind? Is that what she's saying? Or is in birth control like um, no. old school dingers?
2: <laughs> dingers. And I think... Sif- Prophylactic. Syphilis would make you go blind, right? But, like,
1: not immediately.
2: Not immediately, but if it got, yeah. You
1: know, prolonged. Yeah.
0: I was just thinking of birth controls and controlling birth. But, yeah, if it's, like, STD control as well. Yeah, that's what it is. STI or what whatever you, what you kids call safe, it. With? Safe, safe
2: sex. sex is what she she's, she's Safe all, sex. She's all about Safe sex She loves the safe sex
0: Oh, mate. There's nothing hotter to me than <laughs> safe sex. <laughs> The safer the better. The safer the sexier. Yeah, just wrap me up in bubble wrap, put a bloody stack hat on me and let's go to it. town. We, if
1: we don't touch, I'll get really, I'll off. Yeah.
0: I'll just... Uh...
1: Why is your gut out? <laughs> He's his little tummy out. <laughs> oh, just... this
2: episode's uh, loose. Mm. Okay.
1: Much like Matt's pants. <laughs>
2: She testified before Congress, um, strongly advocating to improve the welfare for blind people. In 1915, along with the renowned city planner George Kessler, she co-founded Helen Keller International to combat the causes and consequences of blindness and malnutrition. And in 1920, she helped found the American Civil Liberties Union. Like, so, like, she, hell... She's an overachiever. She does so much when... Oh, it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. You know, it's hard because you don't want to be like... Patronizing. You don't want to be patronizing, but it's like she's already amazing for a person without yeah. any of these if disabilities. She, if she was fully
1: able, you'd still be impressed with her life. Yeah,
2: right. And But she has this... And you'd be like, if, I, if that was me, if that was me in that situation, I would so comfortably just be like, well, this is my lot in life and I would sort of give up. But for her to just keep going is amazing. But you don't want to talk about that too much because then you're being a patronizing asshole for treating her like she's like, oh, aren't you clever?
0: Yeah, yeah. it's it's,
2: It's, yeah, good topic choice, Jess. It was really good. I thought it was an interesting one.
0: It is very interesting. I haven't known a lot of this.
2: Yeah, I didn't know a lot of this too. Um, the American Federation for the Blind was established in 1921 and Helen became a member a few years later in 1924 and participated in many campaigns to raise awareness, money and support for the blind. She also joined other organisations. Seems Dem- a
0: little bit self-serving, don't you think? Yeah. Like She's trying to <laughs> raise money for the blind. Oh, yeah, is that an altruistic thing, Helen? <laughs> or you got a little interest in this? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean I mean for all the blind people but if I mean you know, I I'm, I'm one of them. Yeah. I'm one of them. If you want to swing I mean, a little yeah. cash my way.
0: Once I'm sorted, I'll pass on the rest. Got to raise
2: awareness for myself. It's all about branding. Yeah. She's oh, on she's, it. She's, she's on it. She's
0: big in a marketing. She invented marketing. She knows she
2: invented that, she, knows, yeah, she invented marketing. I, I was about to get to that. So it's very exciting good for her. May yeah. well,
1: yeah, I take this opportunity to remind her our listeners of the Patreon account <laughs> that we have created. <laughs> self-serving? Which is, which, self-serving?
0: No, no. I would say altruistic. <laughs> altruistic. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. for the greater good. <laughs> well, first, we'll get rich. Then we'll pass it on. <laughs> we'll get rich.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, the part of me thinks that Dave believes that on some level.
2: <laughs> yeah. He thinks like this. this could be our full-time well, job now. <laughs> if
1: everyone on the planet gave $1... Just just one that once we get what six seven billion dollars.
2: That's pretty good. That's two
1: billion dollars each. That's too much. Too much billion.
2: (laughs) We could like everyone in the world to give one dollar each a month. But you know what though, if we got six billion
1: dollars a month, we
2: could actually. I'd
1: I'd probably give a a couple of thousand a charity. No, okay. (laughs) Look, I don't, I'm not signing a contract saying I will, but I probably would.
2: No, I'm being serious. We could we could fix the world. <laughs> yeah,
0: we could fix the world. And first,
2: we'd we just, still live very comfortably you know ourselves. What? We'd have to
1: just get everyone in the world to first give us a dollar, plunging themselves into further poverty only for us to give the money back to get them out of poverty. Okay, but no, we'd be redistributing lots of the wealth. Think so. about
2: this super wealthy people giving us a dollar, and then we end up giving heaps of that money to people who don't have homes, and then they have a home. And we get them a job, and we save the world, and then we're heroes. Are we
1: better than Helen Keller?
2: We're way better than Helen Keller.
0: Look, I'm convinced. (laughs) Your Honour, I rest my
1: case. I actually do rest my case. Done. Take that, Helen Keller. Jury doesn't even need an hour on this one. No. They don't even leave the courtroom. They all stand up and start laughing.
0: Look, to be honest, we've got billions of dollars. We own this jury.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. We own this whole
0: courtroom. No, nah, but
2: we don't... Nah, we're, we're, no, we're cool about it, though. We're oh, cool yeah. about saving the world.
0: Oh, yeah, everyone's yeah. very cool when they're billionaires. Yeah,
1: have you seen the shit cars we drive? That's just saying we fit in with we're the flips.
2: We're just saying we're saying grounded. We're saying humble. We're humble and grounded. That's us. I've always said that about all three of us. Yeah. Humble and all grounded.
1: Mm, I've been telling everyone how humble I am all week. <laughs> it's amazing.
2: I, I say, hello, I'm Jess. I'm very grounded. <laughs>
0: Very granded.
2: Very granded. Thank you. Hmm.
1: Thank you for asking. Thank even you. Even though you didn't
2: Thank ask. Thank you. I do look humble today. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Well, aren't you just a little, di- little deer?
2: A little duh.
1: Yeah. Oh, whatever. I don't need to talk to you. I'm better than you. I'm rich. <laughs> I've got $6 billion from a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I also developed an
2: accent somewhere in there, too. That's okay. Yeah, cool. That
0: happens with money. Yeah. yeah. Money, <laughs> it's money it's, changes you <laughs> and your accent. <laughs> changes everything. Money. Podcast. I'm going to start saying money.
1: (laughs) That's my new laugh. Matt's Matt's got enough money to remove the uh, Bunnings Warehouse tattoo from his testicles.
2: His nutsack, I believe he called it. I've
0: already booked it in.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations.
0: Thank you.
1: Only 15 painful sessions away from
0: having a normal (laughs) nutsack. They they said that not much of the sack will remain.
1: (laughs) said on our Patreon I'm putting an option that's at the at the bottom. If you contribute one million dollars per month, Matt will get his testicles.
0: That is definitely true. I would do that for a million dollars a month, no doubt about that.
2: Really? But would you share that million dollars with us or would you keep that mill?
1: Um oh,
0: a little bit for us. Come look, on. Yeah, that we'd come to an arrangement.
2: <laughs> a month?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, fair but enough. Just <laughs> how about just one month you split it with us and then you can go back to having yeah, a million a month.
2: Yeah, you can month. have it all that. That's fine. I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, that's
2: fair. Cool. Um, I might just go on with the podcast.
1: Oh,
0: well, please. Well,
1: well, hey, yeah. Who yeah. are we talking about? Oh, someone not as good as us, Helen Keller. Yeah, someone I think what we were doing there career. was
0: um taking a little break away from <laughs> feeling like we can't be silly around a perfect person.
2: Yeah, she's pretty much the perfect person. I'm like,
0: oh, let's have, uh, let's have a real go at this... Uh, I was just searching for an angle here.
2: Yeah, it's a tough angle. She's going to have a... And look, she'll, have,
0: she'll show a little weakness, I'm sure. John, yeah, who suggested we'll, we'll this...
2: John, who suggested this for us, great topic. Fascinating a, person. Very great You're place. making our jobs a little bit hard, though.
1: I, I think you'd have to be a miracle worker... To make this topic funny. I
0: reckon Helen Keller could. Helen
2: Did Keller
1: could reference? make... The Miracle Workers, a very famous play about the life of Helen Keller.
0: That's a very famous play. Did you see how he said that? Looking down at... it, yeah, He Helen? actually stood up on his chair, looked <laughs> da- literally looked down his nose at us.
2: Well, because he can't... Otherwise, he has to stand on a chair because he's
0: very small. And I said, look down. It was probably look us in the eye.
2: Yeah. Which is the first time he's done that. What a piece of shit. Yeah.
0: What a scheme.
2: So <laughs> Schema. So she's uh, she's working to raise money and awareness for the blind and she's also joined other organizations that are dedicated to helping the less fortunate including the Permanent Blind War Relief Fund which was later called the American Braille Press. Um, soon after she graduated from college she became a member of the Socialist Party most likely due to um, in part to her friendship with John Mason. There it
0: is. She's a commie. <laughs> Knew it all along.
2: Okay, so she's not perfect.
0: Five minutes ago, you were telling us you are going to take a dollar from everyone and redistribute it to those in need. That's true. You did say that. Well, no, hold on. The difference between me and a commie is that I
1: say that I'm going to do that. Actually, no, that, and I keep the money. That's exactly what all communist regimes have ever done. So, in, in, in many ways, I'm more communist than Helen Keller. Yeah, she's a socialist.
0: You somehow jumped. Okay. All
2: right. So, between 1909 and 1921, she wrote several articles about socialism, um, and she supported Eugene Debs, who was a Socialist Party presidential candidate. She wrote a series of essays on socialism. They were entitled Out of the Dark, and they described her views on socialism and world affairs. And it was during this time, this is kind of interesting, it was during this time that Helen first experienced public prejudice about her disabilities. Um, because
3: huh.
2: they'd, she'd always been sort of heralded like a... So she claims that newspaper columnists who had previously praised her courage and intelligence, you know, before she expressed her socialist views, now called attention to her disabilities. So the editor of the Brooklyn Eagle wrote that her mistakes sprung out of the manifest limitations of her development kind of fucked <laughs> no. and she responded to that editor referring to having met him before he knew of her political views and she said at that time the compliments he paid me were so generous that I blushed to remember them but now that I have come out uh, for socialism, he reminds me in the public that I am blind and deaf and especially liable to error. I must have shrunk in intelligence during the years since I met him. Oh, ridiculous, Brooklyn Eagle. Socially blind and deaf, it defends an intolerant system—a system, a system that is the cause of much of the physical blindness and deafness which we are trying to prevent. Cop that, Brooklyn Eagle. Like, that was very well said. Like, that's she like slammed him. Down, yeah, that's... what a smackdown. Like, oh, you, didn't... you thought I was so clever when I... Before I expressed an opinion, a socialist Real one. Personal but... work, Real personal work, mate. Um, bloody work. Dirty dog. In 1936, uh, Helen's beloved teacher and devoted companion, Anne Sullivan, passed away. Um, she'd experienced health problems for several years, and uh, a few years earlier, in 1932, she'd lost her eyesight completely. And so, a young woman named Polly Thompson, who'd um, great Polly name, name, Polly Thompson. I,
1: I, I, I trust her. I trust her Polly, with my life. Polly,
2: definitely. Um, she'd begun working as a secretary for um, Anne and Helen in 1914. So, you know, several years earlier, she became her cons- uh, Helen's constant companion. Um, when Sullivan passed away, so. Now Polly's sort of looking after her and accompanying her everywhere. Um, In 1946... Helen was a- appointed counselor of International Relations for the American Foundation of Overseas Blind. And between 1946 and 1957, she travelled to 35 countries on five continents. In 1955, at age 75, Helen embarked on the longest and most gruelling trip of her life, a five-month trek across Asia. Um, through her many speeches and appearances, she brought inspiration and encouragement to millions of people.
0: Her- she didn't bring it to me.
2: Well, okay, mate.
1: Right, you're old, but not that old. <laughs> right? Oh,
2: wow, that's the biggest compliment you'll ever get on this podcast. Yeah, you're not that old. You old piece of shit. <laughs> I've called you a piece of shit a lot today. Hey, Maybe one of the Patreon things should be called a piece of shit. A piece of shit award. <laughs> that's no good.
0: I'd put money into that.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that could be $10,000. So, uh, Helen's autobiography, The Story of My Life, was used as the basis for the 1957 television drama, The Miracle Worker. <gasps> and in 1959... Jess hasn't
0: heard of that, even though she wrote it down today. <laughs> <laughs> in
2: 1959, the story was developed into a Broadway play of the same title, starring Patty Duke as Keller and Anne as Sullivan. It
0: was a wacky musical. Anne Bancroft.
2: Yeah. Played Anne Sullivan. Wow, oh,
1: really cool.
0: And um, it was... It was one of those ones where they're like She's behind you, oh no, 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 I didn't But a pantomime pantomime, yeah, but the conversations oh. there are the blindness I did not intend <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think that the miracle worker it's i have seen it made fun of on like um comedy shows like it's a South p- Park, it's on South Park, and other shows where they uh, like it might be a recurring play that people put on. American listeners, do people put on The Miracle Worker like they imply in American TV shows? Like it might be a thing that people put on their high school a lot.
2: Oh, okay. One of those. One of those plays. that gets a good run.
0: Like our version would be that one about the guy who was the last man hanged in Australia. No, oh, what's the... No, no, that's not it. Uh...
1: What? <laughs> 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 I think our version would be like...
2: We've lost What's him. his
0: name? The last man hanged in Australia, wasn't it? What are you looking at? Isn't there a at? play? I just, that's. The, I just left. You guys are the <laughs> drama much. boys, like people. Why, surely you would know what the big uh, Aussie drama uh, play would be at high schools and stuff? Not
2: the
0: Aussie one. There's not a lot of Aussies. Annie was always big. <laughs> <laughs> that's not an Australian. Not Australian at all. That's what I'm I'm just saying. Our it's big a, ones are. American. Hot-
1: Don's Party.
2: Hotel Sorrento. Um, you know the best one I read in uni when I was a drama major Was Norman Ahmed And it was it was excellent A really good play oh. Just a little fun fact for you
3: well.
2: <laughs> But it's not one that they're going to use a lot Because it has swearing in it
0: Summer of the 17th doll, Summer, 17th doll. What kind of swears?
2: Uh, racial ones
0: actually oh, Okay let's move on
2: Very powerful in the context <laughs> That sounds like I'm like Nah but the racism's fine It's definitely not what I'm saying is it's a great play. Anywho, um, we're nearly done here. So they also made a film of this, of um, Miracle Worker in 1962, and those actresses played those Anne characters. Anne Bancroft. Anne
0: Bancroft. I don't know what that means. It sounds good, though. Yeah. Anne Bancroft. Just, just an actress, And Anne, yeah. Anne Bancroft. Anne Bancroft. Anne Bancroft.
2: <laughs> now, during her lifetime, she received many honours in recognition of her accomplishments, including the Theodore Roosevelt dis- uh Distinguished Service Medal in 1936, the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 1964, and election to the Women's Hall of Fame in 1965. She also received honorary doctoral degrees from Temple University and Harvard University and from the universities of uh, Glasgow, Berlin, Delhi, and uh, Johannesburg.
1: Wow, so she's like a doctor on every continent.
2: Yeah. Additionally, she was named an Honorary Fellow of the Educational Institute of Scotland. So she's got that too.
1: Did she win a Victoria Cross? Mm. No that's Victoria what we're all, that's Cross. What we're all asking.
2: No Victoria Cross, unfortunately. She was robbed. Um.
1: <laughs> robbed. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. won that year. Robbed.
2: <laughs> um, she suffered. What?
1: Just <laughs> <laughs> pretending like it was an Academy Award. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr.
2: Yeah, he won the Victoria Cross. At the Academy Awards. <laughs> in, the, in the 1960s, Matt. Keep up. Keep up. Matt, I know you're tired. We're all bloody tired, uh, and, champ. And the
0: act of being beaten by Robert Downey Jr. is called being robbed. <laughs> in, any, in, in any pursuit.
2: You got Robert Downey
1: junior
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway... Um, Helen suffered a series of strokes in 1961 and spent the remaining years of her life at her home in Connecticut. Um, she died in her sleep seven years later on the 1st of June, 1968, just a few weeks before her 88th birthday. She
1: lived a long life. She lived
2: a long time and she got a lot done. It was really amazing. There was a service held in her honor at the National Cathedral in Washington. Um, and her, her ashes were placed next to her constant companions, Anne Sullivan and Polly Thompson. So she was, um, at that was at the uh, Washington National Cathedral. I oh, said so
1: all three of them were, were together. All oh, right. But um, Ann Sullivan's husband that he, Helen broke up. Nowhere, with, nowhere to nowhere. be
2: seen. <laughs> he's probably still on the run. He's still, he's still alive. <laughs> I don't know what from. Yet
0: again, the man loses out.
2: <laughs> 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 Your face is so smart. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I've got a couple of fun facts to finish on couple of fun facts. Oh, all right. I'm in. Already? couple. Oh, I don't know how fun they're going to be. It's that's, that's
0: tricky because it's been a barrel of laughs so far. <laughs> Where to from here?
2: Where to? But somehow I'm going to make you, it even you, more fun.
0: Can you lift the fun factor I'm at all? i make it even more fun. I doubt it.
2: So far, I'm, I'm just feeling really inadequate as a human. Are you? Yeah. I've just done nothing with my life. Oh, my God. I also have a Bachelor of Arts degree. Oh. Well,
0: well okay, there you go. Well, there you're there does, you're it. You. He does
2: as good as her. You're right. I'm just as In good fact, as Helen Keller.
1: I've got a master's. Does she have one of those? Don't think so. She's well, got, she's got seven, but they're honorary, so I didn't earn them. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah. Academically not speaking, not worth the paper they're body printed on. So. <laughs>
2: So in in a way we're all better than Helen Keller is what we're saying. Also, this is just the typical comedian inadequacy that we're like, Yeah, well, whatever. We can't just be like, Well, that's fascinating. What a wonderful a, person. Have you ever
1: done a joke on stage in front of fifteen people and made twelve of them laugh?
0: Yeah, Helen that's Keller, not have you? It, you? That's You've a good hit, right? That that's good. I probably should have said twelve out of fifty, shouldn't I? If you were being realistic, I've P- seen you perform. Pity laugh. Oh.
3: oh,
2: brutal, but nah, fair.
1: Oh, okay. Fair enough then.
2: Fun facts. Yes. In 1916, when Helen was in her 30s and world famous, her teacher and companion, Anne Sullivan, fell terribly ill. This is before Anne died, obviously. (laughs) Anne's estranged husband sent Peter Fagan, who was a 29-year-old Boston Herald reporter, to be Helen's private secretary to fill in while Anne is sick. The pair quickly became infatuated. (gasps)
1: Romance. Oh, so it's a friend of the Anne Sullivan's husband that she later broke yeah. up.
2: Yeah, yeah. So Peter learns, um, you know, how to speak to him. He learns the manual finger spelling language and he's, he...
0: What a sweet way to flirt.
2: I know, like learning their language. Spelling
0: words out on each other's hands.
2: He's like, he, he but he reads, uh, like he spells the contents of letters and newspapers and article, articles and books and stuff to her. And so like... Um, they get they get all, and he's like passionate about politics, and he loves her zest for life, and yeah. they fall in love. He's
0: pretending to be passionate about politics, but he's just passionate about getting in her pants.
2: <laughs> the only problem is, I don't know what happened to them. Like they fell in love. Apparently, they attempted to elope, but uh, because you know it was a different time, you guys. Helen's family are teachers. Society around that time were kind of like, well, no, um. They felt strongly that women with disabilities shouldn 't marry or have romantic desires, so it's like, it 's like shouldn 't well, have desires, yeah, like apparently she used to read like romance novels, romance, <laughs> she used to read romance novels, and Anne Sullivan would be like, "Stop reading that trash like she wouldn 't let her read you't have desires, you' have feelings, mm. and she wasn 't like get married so i don't really know what happened to them, apparently they attempted to elope, but it obviously didn't didn 't happen.
1: So from then on, she decided to ruin marriage after marriage. Oh, if that you can't makes be more ma- sense. I'm down with If it you can't now. be married, no one can.
0: And the lady who stopped her from getting eloped mm-hmm. was Anne Sullivan. Was the marriage that she broke up? Yep. Oh yeah, fucking cop that dickhead. Boom. There but really I is. bet they don't talk about this in the Miracle Worker. <sighs> They're too afraid. They probably don't. Yeah, they probably don't. That's why this is high art, and that is a piece of fucking shit in a bucket. <laughs> Yeah, we said it We said, look, it's been sitting there
2: I reckon somebody has done a shit in a bucket and put it in an art gallery
1: I've done it myself
0: Yeah, I mean, we weren't even pretending it was art That was just (laughs) Just a desperate situation
1: (laughs) Hey, every desperate situation has an out
0: Out of his butt (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) obviously they're just tiny pellets But But I filled that bucket Small bucket It was more of a thimble The word "buck" is general. He's a
2: fully grown. He's my height. He's
0: your height, but his butt is the size of a of a hamster. (laughs) A hamster's butt. (laughs) (laughs) Get terrified because otherwise,
2: oh, that's pretty big. That's a big butt. Anyway, this is the last fun fact I have. It's really... It's kind of interesting. Is that last fun
1: fact was uh, more that she was not allowed to have a love yeah, life? Yeah, no, it
2: started kind of fun interesting fact. and then it got oh sad.
0: <laughs> fun fun ha- fact.
1: Fun how she... She died tragically alone because society respected her <laughs> mentally but didn't let her That was the least fun sex. fact.
0: That, like, you couldn't have gone out and found a less fun fact <laughs> if there were no restrictions on where you I'm could look. I'm doing my best. Here's a piece of tragedy. <laughs>
1: Fun Fun fact. But if I uh, bundle it up as a fun fact, dress it up a little bit.
2: Oh, boy. Thanks for the suggestion, John.
0: Yeah, John, Helen Keller is really fun. (laughs) I don't know if John was saying he's a fun one.
2: No, he was just saying he's an interesting one. He's right. Um, when Helen visited Japan in July of nineteen thirty seven, she inquired about Hachiko, the famed Akita dog that had died in nineteen thirty five. She told a Japanese person that she would she would like to have an Akita dog and one was given to her within a month <laughs> with the name of kamikaze go. <laughs> and when he died What? Yeah, he he, he unfortunately died so they did he?
1: With a name like that you, kamikaze. What did he jump out of a plane with a parachute?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: straight straight to a battleship.
2: <laughs> when kamikaze died, his older brother, um, Kenzan, was presented to her as an official gift from the Japanese government in July nineteen
1: thirty eight. And so it died a year later. She did not look after that dog and they gave her another one. She's point and death like <laughs> <laughs> let her look after a dog. <laughs> <And then they'll... laughs> Here's another one. Oh, does it set off a chain of events?
2: Well, what's interesting is that... <laughs> she, she owned a
1: 95-dog <laughs> <roller. laughs>
2: What's interesting is that Helen is credited with having introduced the Akita dog to the United States through these her... two
1: dogs. <laughs> she bought over several thousand dollars. She
2: started that breed of dog
1: in a- the a- States. Akita's a beautiful dog. Well, thanks, I mean... Helen Keller. <laughs> That is that is, says America. That is a fun fact. That is fun. Was that fun? She introduced the Akita.
2: Was there finally a fun fact in there? Yeah. Thank fuck, because I'm dumb. <laughs> That's the end of the fun fact. I'm out. That's the end of out. the report. Perkins out.
1: Boom, and I'm gone.
0: That
2: is my report on Helen Keller, Helica. an incredible woman that made, was very difficult to laugh at, but maybe but, we should. But we could laugh with. We could definitely laugh with her. What a, a life. And eh?
0: admire at.
2: We could definitely admire at it. But
0: not admire with. No, no, I, I never would.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't dream of it. I wouldn't dare.
0: Don't don't even think of asking me to. Uh, so there it's we go. Very suggestible. <laughs> if you pressured me for even for a brief amount of time, I probably would, to be honest.
1: Well, we're all going to stop talking because that is the end of episode 55. Thank you so much for listening in. And uh, as we talked at length with at the start of the show, we have launched our Patreon. We'll be tweeting. We'll be Facebooking. We'll be probably Instagramming. We're doing all the things about that, and you can also use those mediums to get in contact with us at Do Go On Pod, on Twitter and Instagram. We do Go On Pod on Facebook and Do Go On Pod at gmail.com on email. If you're interested in getting involved in Patreon, maybe you've got a suggestion for a thing that you'd like us to do in exchange for a, a, a reward. We're new to this.
0: Yeah. I was yeah. Gonna say, so yeah. You, if you want, you're, to get, you're flexible on what rewards are offered.
1: Yeah, like if you like. We're open to suggestions. If you, guys, if you guys want, I don't know if you. 'Cause some people are really into Patreon and know other things. So if other people do Q and A's or things like that that you're interested in or
2: Yeah, if you want to ask questions. Um and and maybe on the mini reports we could we could answer your answer questions. questions. We are happy to do that. Um tell just just you know what? It's all about open communication, you guys. Just tell us what you want from us and we will do our best to accommodate you. That's okay. Right.
1: And uh We'll uh, we'll end this episode by reading out some names of the people we assume will be contributing to the Patreon. Great. Okay, let's all do one. Okay, so um, uh, Helen Keller, obviously, (laughs) obviously, (laughs) I think she respects our art. Obviously,
0: Uh, Matt, who do who do you think will be contributing to the Patreon? I would have thought uh, in a in his first public uh, appearance in in many years, DB Cooper is going to obviously, obviously, Dreamboat De Bomb. I don't know. Do you call that a, a public appearance?
1: If he <laughs> tweeted. A public reappearance.
0: Yeah, public reappearance. And if he
1: contributed to the Patreon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, d- he does it in a very subtle way.
1: If anyone wants to create an account called DB Cooper and then contribute, that would be like a thing that would probably make my life worth living. Wow, that's, <laughs> that's sad. sad. <laughs> <laughs> make, make my life complete. Oh. All worth living. Because it's been pretty good so far. I, I'm just missing one piece and that's it.
2: And then you can die. Is that what you're
1: saying? Yeah cool uh jess uh who would you who do you think will be contributing to the patreon queen
2: elizabeth obviously
1: uh the first or the second first great i <laughs> thought so the second is not up for this but the nah, first
2: she's not that interested but i reckon we'll get her but the first one definitely she tweets every week and she's like oh oh my god love yous and
1: so my yeah she's really Zom-my. she's a
2: big fan big fan so that's nice fan.
1: well it's great it's great to have celebrity fans and uh, God. But if you want to get involved, we would appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much, guys. Uh, I'll be back next week with a report of my own. Ooh. Uh, episode 56, we'd like to say thank you for everyone that's listened to all the episodes in our first year. Year two starts next week.
2: Hey, happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Slash guys. anniversary, guys. Happy
1: anniversary. Yeah, happy birthday. I love you
2: very much. I love you, I love you too. And
1: yeah, I just hope that Helen Keller will not come between us, like uh, all those marriages. No, she won't. Reflected back.
2: Oh, thank you. You no really, worries. you took your time getting to that sentence, oh, but look, thanks, buddy. I
0: mean, as per usual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Warnicky and Perko just talking all over me. I'm being trampled over here. Can't get a body word in edgewise. Like Matt's going to fall asleep, so we probably should sign off. <laughs> so I will say.
1: I am dreaming, aren't I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are pretty dreamy. Ah. Bye. All right,
2: goodbye. Good night.
1: <laughs> You're not going to say latest? Latest. Thank God. It's the first time of the year. He's broken.